Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting the Toronto Raptors 98-88 loss to the LA Clippers. Riker, the Raptors went into this one without Kyle Lowry, without Serge Ibaka, lost OG two minutes into this game, already shorthanded, McCaw's out, and you know, on the second night of a back-to-back, certainly put up a fight, but certainly some pitfalls led to the Raptors, especially a, a collapse in the fourth quarter, led, led to the Raptors falling short to the LA Clippers. Well, not just a collapse in the fourth quarter, Ben, but an absolute lack of rebounding specifically the inability to stop the Clippers from getting offensive rebounds and just there seemed to be either a lid on the rim or people could not finish layups Mm -hmm. either way but those two things had the I don't want to say the role's been reversed but if they even narrowed those those misses into half right and those offensive rebounds Mm -hmm. to half it would have been a completely different game because for the most part if you lock down Kawhi Leonard the way that they did and play with the energy that they did until they clearly got tired at the end of the fourth, they they should have won that game. Yeah, certainly. And this was a very anticipated game. Obviously, the return of Raptors legend Patrick Patterson. You know, he... uh, (laughs) A lot of people were looking for uh, looking for the this this game in real realness. Kawhi Leonard came back, and the Raptors had him clamped. You know, Patty P actually had a he scored equal as many points as Kawhi. But the Toronto Raptors ran a defensive scheme where they were just trapping Kawhi Leonard. You know, the the whole time he went up the court, and it it seemed to work for full effect. And Rondé Hollis Jefferson, when OG Anobi went out, he he came in and stepped in and played really amazing defense tonight. Yeah, and okay, yes, one I was ready to give my full vote of confidence to Rondé Hollis Jefferson for his energy on defense. I mm-hmm. mean, if you can step up and limit the scoring of one of the greatest in the game right now, currently, uh, two-time MVP, or finals MVP, but not only that, but shut him down completely. Didn't have a field goal until sometime in the third, right? So I was ready to give him the full vote of confidence, but him, just like the rest of the team, sort of plagued uh, he, he couldn't finish inside. inside. He had a lot of good opportunities. Mm-hmm. He was really active under the under the rim, but just couldn't finish his rebounds or his, uh, his finishes. And I what you said about them doubling Kawhi, I think the Raptors were also fortunate. Maybe you can have a comment on this, but I think they were fortunate because the Raptors shot terrible from three this evening. Pascal was one for six, Fred was one for six, Norm was one for five. They still shot a better three-point percentage, even though they were shooting contested. Chris Boucher was hitting contested threes, Matt Thomas hitting contested threes. When they were doubling, getting wide open, the Clippers getting wide open shots all game long, I think the Raptors got a little bit lucky that perhaps the, the Clippers didn't connect on as many as they should have. I think they played really good defense on the Clippers' actual shooters. Like Landry Shamit, I think all of his threes were pretty contested. You know, we saw Patrick Beverly get a few open ones. You know, Jermichael Green, he he was left open a few times, and he's a solid three-point shooter, but not, you know, one of the greats. Mo Harkless, they they kind of they kind of let the the shooters that aren't the knockdown guys, the guys that you can semi-contest on and aren't going to be super consistent. That that was their def- their their defensive scheme. Nick Nurse ran out there. He said, if we lose this game to Mo Harkless and uh, uh, Jermichael Green. Then fair enough. So I, I think the strategy was good, but the area where it really lacked, and I think the big product of this is Chris Boucher is your center coming off the bench. It's the rebounding because Serge Ibaka usually does a great job of coming in off, you know, because Gasol is the only real rebounder when you look at the nine guys that played tonight. You know, uh, Chris Boucher is not a center. Uh, Pascal Siakam is not a center. Two of these guys, we've argued that they should be playing small forward in the NBA in the today's NBA. So it's. It's kind of tough when you're going up against especially a guy like uh, Zubac or uh, Montrez Harrell, who are just fiends in the offensive glass, you know, getting up there. And I think the, the rebounding stats are a little bit 
exaggerate as well because there's a couple of possessions where it felt like there were six or seven offensive rebounds because it was just coming off the rim left in the randomest of places. But, you know, certainly the Raptors, if we're going to have Serge Ibaka out for an extended period of time, maybe you have to throw in Hernandez because he's known for his rebounding or throw in someone because we need, you know, Boucher did what he could on the rebounds. I think he hustled well, but asking him to guard the center on the other team is just too much for the Raptors to ask. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, he's... I've made the comments every single time that he plays that he is incredibly light, and it's obvious. He's mm-hmm. just not a man yet. He hasn't put on that beef. He hasn't put on that muscle. And same thing, Pascal Siakam, he's good. But unless everybody from the three to the five is committed to boxing out, you're going to get out-rebounded, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened tonight. If you're undersized, everybody needs to be boxing out. And when the Raptors were focused tonight on all of their switches, like really they had to – play really good help defense tonight if they're going to be doubling Kawhi, which is exactly what they did. Their rotations were fast, but with that being said, mm-hmm. you're not tracking one man. You have to just box out the, the person closest to you, and that didn't seem to be what was instilled in the Raptors tonight, and therefore, you're not able to then rely on because he didn't box out, just out-muscling the guy to get to the hoop like yeah. Chris Boucher, so I definitely agree, and this is the unfortunate situation. The, the Raptors seem to be still pretty deep, but not at that five spot, and that's when they were sorely missing Serge Ibaka tonight. Yeah, and a big loss in this game, too, I think, was OG Anobi because his rebounding has taken to, like, four or five steps up from where it was last year. And his size. I think he would have helped just... Yeah, exactly. So he, he's been using that size this season, to, so he could have been someone that could have helped on the defensive glass. But, yeah, it was just unfortunate to see him go out early along on top of all the injuries. Hopefully it's nothing that's going to be too sustained. We might get OG with the goggles back again this season, so that would be, be fun to see. But... You know, we got to talk about our main guys because the Toronto Raptors, especially with Lowry, who is, has consistently been the guy that, that gets us a bucket whenever we need it, you know, this season, you know, not our number one option, but he's just been super timely with all his shots this year. He's obviously out now for the next couple of weeks. Serge, who's been that guy off the bench, we've been really relying on Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam the past couple of games. And, you know, they're they're great players and Siakam they they played really well against the Lakers but on the second night of a back-to-back the efficiency really wasn't there and I don't think it was because they were getting poor shots but you know open threes they just weren't knocking down Fred Van Vliet was you know I've been talking about this this whole season Fred Van Vliet needs to finish around the rim or he just needs to kick it out right when he if he's going up there and Montrez Hero's on his back it's not the smart move to throw that ball up you're better better off throwing it out of bounds just so the the Clippers can't go back up with a fast break if you're going to be throwing those up so what are your thoughts on just our two main scoring options because I think they played all around games that were pretty solid Fred made some great assists Siakam played some great defense got some rebounds you know he facilitated the ball as well but in terms of scoring and if the Raptors could just put the ball in the hole this would have been an easy win with the defense they played well what did you see out of our main two guys yeah. well besides besides Lou Williams on the Clippers nobody in this game scored more than 16 points so yeah. It's nobody really dominated. Both teams played a team game, but it's not going to fly that. Well, it almost did, but it's not going to fly that Van Vliet and Siakam both don't perform well, right? We need somebody to step up and play decent. I thought tonight could have been Marc Gasol's night that he actually takes advantage of. That yeah. was probably the weakest defensive link, but obviously also our worst offensive player so far this season. Um, but specifically, I think that I agree with what you're saying about Van Vliet. I liked his confidence tonight, but he could have played a little bit more under control, especially there was one fast break, or there was multiple fast break layups, but one 
specifically where he sort of clunked one off the backboard when he had Kawhi Leonard on his back. Mm-hmm. You know, Kawhi was eager tonight. He was jumping on pump fakes out of the three-point line, which is very uncharacteristic of such a talented defensive player. I thought he's looking, he's out there, he wants to block every Raptors shot. Pump fake, right? Even though you're on a fast break, it's not the most flashy thing. Pump break, pump break your layup, let him blow by you, and then just finish the, the easy shots. And, and those shots would have mattered down the stretch. It would have been helpful to have another six, eight points going in late into the fourth quarter. So they wouldn't have had to be clawing back as much as they did. And then Pascal Siakam, he just needed to convert his layups tonight. Because he had a couple good shots. Three-point shooting wasn't falling down, but he, he, he needs to be better around the rim. Yeah, certainly. And I think the, a big reason that we stayed in this game for scoring, because our starters didn't really produce that much. Norman Powell had a salt. He did some solid shooting, but some other things Norman Powell did really, really hurt this team. The same vein, Fred Van Vliet made some sporadic plays, some dumb fouls, just some takes that really killed the Raptors' momentum. And the box score wasn't bad for Norman Powell, 15 points, 4 rebounds, a couple assists, but... If the eye test from this game really it was it was a tough watch watching Norman Powell, but a couple of positives: Chris Boucher, super confident as always, knocked down a few th- three threes, thirteen points, six rebounds, had a couple nasty blocks, one ridiculous one that was kind of like Bismack Biombo. Actually, we'll we'll save that for after. But uh, and Terrence Davis, he came out and really impressed me. Riker off the bench, you know, only five points, but. His defense on ball, it, he just knows how to play the game. I would have liked to have seen him get a few more minutes, especially where Fred had 45 points. And Matt Thomas made some foolish rookie defensive mistakes, but that stroke is clean. Mr. 99% shot 100% from the field tonight, 2 of 2 from the three-point line, 8 points. You know, what What did you see from those three guys off the bench before we swing into the segment? Yeah, well, you mentioned those guys. We've... Uh, Matt Thomas, he looked like a disaster when he was out in the first half. He really just messed up a lot of plays. He shot well, but he messed up a defensively. Exactly. Defensively, yeah, specifically. But yeah. Defense is a huge part of the game, this 50% yeah, yeah. of the game. Um, so he looked like a liability. So I, I didn't love what I saw tonight, despite him going out and looking like uh, that, that three that he hit, his second three, when he came off a screen. My God, if that mm. doesn't look like J.J. Redick, picturesque J.J. Redick, yeah. then I don't know what is. And that's something the Raptors could actually use. Um, and then Chris Boucher, yeah, we'll, we'll save the commentary for him for the segments because he'll pop up again. And uh, Terry Davis also looked nice. But I do want to restate or reiterate that Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, to me, ni- to me tonight, looked nice. Like his defense, three oh, steals, yeah. Ben. Three steals. Like that, it was very mm-hmm. impressive, his hustle. But like I said, all, I'd say almost all of 11 of his shots were underneath the basket. And to, to only shoot, what, four for 11? That's you, you gotta you gotta be more consistent. He's a guy that is actually pretty effective uh, in his time on the Brooklyn Nets. So I'm surprised that he didn't get as many baskets. But I wouldn't mind seeing a bit more from him uh, moving on in the season. But Ben, take it away for us. Yeah, certainly tonight the spicy P lay of the day. It's uh you know it's not going to spicy P tonight, but the the big the big block. I brought it up a couple couple of minutes or a few seconds ago, but Chris Boucher underneath the rim. He had a few nice threes, but the the play that stuck out to me was I believe it was Montrez Harrell came in. He goes down. He tries to slam that thing home with power, and Chris Boucher was having none of it. Jumped up, and yes, he might be undersized, but he gets blocks. He blocks shots. I saw on Reddit someone called him Le Bloc Quebecois. <laughs> You know, and he came out there and swatted that. It was a. Uh, it it reminded me of Bismack Biombo blocking LeBron, that infamous play in Raptors history, and the, you know that that had me excited. If Chris Boucher, when he's playing, because it's tough for him playing center. I don't really want him as our backup center, but I think as a power forward coming off the bench that can be that secondary big to come over and block these shots like Serge Ibaka used to do in OKC. 
that's that could be a perfect role for him, especially when everyone comes back healthy. And, you know, it, a second play that I had in mind, too, was the Rondé Hollis-Jefferson uh, clamping up Kawhi, ended up getting a steal and then getting a quick fast-break layup. But there there were some quality plays. There's a lot of positive takeaways from this game tonight, despite the fact that we lost. And, you know, with all the injuries and a back-to-back night, it was a fun game to watch, despite the disappointing ending. I agree, man. Keep us going. Certainly, but not all plays can be the spicy play of the day, and some just make you say, oh, geez. And tonight, the oh, geez play of the day... It's uh there was there, the Norman Powell at the end of the half, uh, he missed a couple straight shots and then we were down by three. We kind of lost a run to the Clippers and then he just comes out and randomly fouls Lou Williams at the end of the quarter, just reaching in and then they got two extra oh, free yeah, throws. Yeah. It's kind of a, a momentum booster for the Clippers. I don't know. That made me say, oh geez, do you have one in mind, Riker? I didn't have one specifically. There was a, I was cursing a lot at the screen tonight, watching with my roommate, probably driving him crazy with my commentary, but. I do remember what, yeah, it was It was a momentum killer to end the half and what was a pretty close game up mm-hmm. to that point. And then they managed to have a lot of life in the third, but then, unfortunately, fourth quarter was pretty dismal. They they just didn't have any offense that was clicking. But um, I can bring us into the one, the only, the Damari Carroll, infamous, or the infamous Damari Carroll Gold Star Award for worst performance of the night. For me, it's not a person. It's just the collective three-point shooting, rebounding, and finishing layups for the Toronto Raptors. Ben, maybe you have yeah. something more specific, but that's for me. They could have won this game. It was within reach. It was. It would have been a good victory, and it's not a bad thing. It's not like Kawhi Leonard went out and got the best of the Toronto Raptors. You know, all the love to Kawhi, but I would have mm-hmm. liked to see him, you know, get destroyed spectacularly against this new Toronto Raptors squad. But ultimately, it was a close game. It was within reach, and it was just those few things that, you know, had it, had it been a bit different, they would have come away with probably a good margin victory. Yeah, I brought him up earlier. I had a Demari Carroll gold star in mind, but uh, I had a couple. First one's going to Patrick Patterson. Seeing him hit four threes tonight just hurt my soul. It hurt my soul watching the, especially in the tail end of his Raptors career, watching him brick after brick after brick. I had PTSD from that 2016 playoffs where him and Demari Carroll were on the wings. Just Demar and Lowry playing well, throwing it, swinging it over, and then Matty D being like, oh, Patty P for three. Too strong. But tonight he was actually hitting them. So got to give credit where credit's due, but... It's tough to see him do that against the Raptors. He had 12 points for the Clippers. But, yeah, it, I'm in the similar boat to you. The the real gold star, it's going to the Raptors, missing those layups. And I would have liked to see, because Fred Van Vliet, you can expect to be inconsistent. We don't really have the, the star label on him. He doesn't have that max contract yet. But you want to see Pascal Siakam take over a little bit more, somehow, some way. Find a way, because he didn't have a bad game tonight by any means. You know, he didn't shoot efficiently. But, you know, 16 points, 10 rebounds, uh, 6 assists. But when you're when you have that potential, you show flashes of that, you know. Because I, I brought up on a, a pod a few pods ago how I wanted to see Pascal Siakam take over and show that superstar finesse against a, a top tier team, like he, you know, he did it in flashes against the Lakers. But it, tonight we needed it. Tonight we really needed needed it. We didn't really need it against the LA Lakers, but he still got us some timely buckets. But in the fourth quarter, when the Raptors were down, he didn't need to shoot efficiently. Kawhi didn't have the greatest shooting efficiency night, but when the game was close in the fourth, he Kawhi went on like a five point run, and that that was just a momentum swinger for the Clippers, and that got all the role players going. If Siakam could do that for the Raptors, you know, I'm not asking him to have a 15 point quarter after struggling the whole game, but if he could just get us some timely buckets when. The, the offense is stagnant, and we just really need some scores to get to get the flow going a little bit more. I, I'd like to see that more of Siakam, because 
these are the types of games where you really need that player. That's what we're going to need in the playoffs. And, you know, I called it the superstar gene or whatever a couple pods ago. It's not even a superstar gene. It's just timely scoring. And that would be super helpful for this team. Absolutely, Ben. All right, we're going along in a loss. I'd be shocked and surprised if people made it this far. Um, but, you know, that's it. It was an interesting game, and it, it gives me faith that the Raptors are legit. They have a good chance this season, so yep. um, it's not all a negative. It's, uh, you know, obviously not the desired Definitely outcome. Definitely some pluses. Yeah, but there was pluses, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that's so that's about it, so wrap us up, Ben. Yeah, yeah, you guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Back post on the Insta and all that, so if you've kind of veered away from that, definitely go check that out again. Uh, Riker, any last words? Um, skitty pop pop. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>